You're listening to RE Snapshots. Each fortnight, we chat about the science behind the weeds, tackling herbicide resistance, and bringing you the latest information with experts in the field. Today on the RE Snapshots podcast, we're going to be speaking with senior experimental scientist from the CSIRO, Tony Swan. We recently featured research that Tony did on our RE Insight blog a couple of weeks ago. But first of all, let's hear how Tony's going. How are you, Tony? Not too bad, Jessica. Yeah, enjoying another cool day over here in Canberra. And how are uh, farmers going in Canberra? Because we don't usually hear too much about the Canberra regional sector. Well, um, yeah, most of the time, uh, well, we, our, our CSIRO is based in Canberra, uh, but most of our research is done in, uh, for, for us, it is done here in the southwest slopes of New South Wales, the Riverina. Uh, so, yeah, generally two or three hours away from Canberra. Um, right. And, uh, yeah, most of the time, yeah, well, at the moment, the farmers uh, have had a reasonable start to the year. I suppose most of them are looking for a little bit more rain and uh, see what the season progresses like. It's always good to hear about what's going on, but let's focus on that research. So firstly, Tony, could you just give us a bit of information on the key findings of this research on double breaks? Oh, I'll just highlight a couple of the findings from our research, and, and, and some of these would be, number one, when we went into uh, you know, our herbicide-resistant trials, the first thing we did was we tested our ryegrass for resistance. So it's really important just to understand how it is best to manage that ryegrass, what herbicides to use, etc. Another finding really was to try and reduce the annual ryegrass seed bank to zero in every year that you're sowing a crop using either double breaks, rotating chemicals, increasing crop competition, spray topping pre-harvest. What we didn't do, though, was uh, use mechanical intervention such as harvest weed seed uh, destructors, etc. But, you know, using all methods is really important. We found that wheat yield following break crops was consistently more profitable and, and higher than following wheat on wheat. We found that growing pulses for brown manure lost money in the first year or the year it was grown but achieved really uh, excellent wheat control. It provided higher inputs of nitrogen and uh, residual carryover of soil water and more ground cover than if it was cut for hay. We found that uh, crops such as, uh, sorry, the, the, ryegrass, the number of ryegrass panicles following brown manure, pulse brown manures, uh, a fallow or a Roundup ready canola crop uh, were basically none. So there was no panicles uh, following those crops, which yeah. is really, really important. The other thing really, and this is what uh, was highlighted in the article, was that in the presence of high density of herbicide-resistant ryegrass, a single break crop was not adequate to reduce the weed seed bank and subsequent in-crop weed competition. Uh, so a double break crop was better. It was far more effective at reducing annual ryegrass seed bank. So a double break such as a fallow followed by Roundup Ready Canola was the most effective, but a more profitable crop was something like a a lupin or a canola uh, lupin followed by a canola roundup ready or uh, a break crop followed by a cereal hay. So they both those kind of sequences reduced the ryegrass seed bank to low levels and were quite profitable. So there, there were a few highlights from the four-year study. Yeah, that's really interesting. So how did you go about conducting the study then? So uh, before we go to, into too much detail, I really would like to acknowledge that the information you know provided today was part of a GRDC funded project, um, CSP 00146. So you know, GRDC has been funding us for a long time, and, and you know they, they've given us a lot of support. And uh, the research team 
comprised of uh, Dr. Mark Peoples, Dr. James Hunt, Laura Goward, myself, and we worked in collaboration with the Farming Systems Group uh, FarmLink Research, which is located in the south uh, west slopes of New South Wales, plus some really good consultants such as Grassroots Agronomy uh, and another uh, and, and, and numerous other farmers and consultants. So this was a really collaborative effort. So I just wanted to highlight that first. For sure. So yeah, you know, the aim of the project was to address two key questions. The first question really was, do crop sequences that include a break crop improve the profitability of the subsequent cereal crop in the presence of herbicide resistance annual ryegrass? So, you know, can you make more money if you put a break crop, you know, in mm. that sequence? And the second one is, can herbicide resistance annual, herbicide resistant annual ryegrass be managed more cost effectively under break crops and cereals? So, there are two really important questions we did. So between 2012 and 2015, we established two trials, uh, and each trial was three years in it, um, uh, duration in the, in the southwest slopes of New South Wales, uh, where consultants or growers had identified uh, difficult uh, paddocks that were difficult uh, to manage grass weeds, primarily annual ryegrass. So we managed, the first thing we did was we managed the annual ryegrass seed bank population at the start of each trial. So, you know, sorry, we measured it. So in one of our trials, we found 1,800 plants per metre square. In another one, we found 2,700 plants per metre square. Now, these are very common uh, plant populations in this region. We also went out and tested the annual ryegrass to see how susceptible it was to herbicides. And this is really important because we were able to use that information for, to manage the crops. All our trials were uh, established on 300 millimetre row spacing using a flexicoil tine feeder with spear points in full stubble retained system. So the treatments we actually imposed over the three years of each trial were, in year one, we had uh, either a canola, hybrid Roundup Ready canola, or a TT canola, also at 40 plants per meter square. Yeah. Now the Roundup Ready canola was used to increase competition. So you got a hybrid canola that gets out of the stubble quicker and it covers your canopy quicker. So you're trying to you know, smother, uh, smother your weeds, Plus, you've got, you know, your herbicide options uh, while you're in crop. So that was that was two treatments. We also had some legume treatments. So our we had pulse grain crops such as field peas or uh, lupins grown either for uh, grain or for brown manure. We had two wheat treatments. We had a high wheat, uh, high input wheat treatment. So we sowed wheat at 150 plants per meter square. We used more nitrogen, more expensive herbicides such as Cura, Avidex, Box of Gold, uh, and really tried to, you know, put a lot of emphasis on controlling ryegrass in that treatment. And we had a low wheat input treatment. So we've sowed, you know, wheat at 75 plants per meter square, so you've got less competition. We've used, used less nitrogen in that treatment, and we've used uh, cheaper herbicides such as Treflan and Diera. So those two treatments, you're looking at, you know, competition and, you know, uh, and herbicides. And our final treatment really in year one was a fallow. So you've got a good mix there. In year two, all of those treatments were split into three subplots. So we either had, once again, we had wheat sown, either in a low or high input treatment. And in all year one treatments, we had Roundup Ready sown into either a pulse, a wheat, or fallow, or a cereal hay. So, and so all in all, we had 24 treatments. We had six double break treatments. We had 14 single break treatments, and we had four treatments which were wheat on wheat, either high wheat or, or 
you know, mixes of high and low wheats. Yeah. So, yeah, that was, you know, in a nutshell, uh, if you go, if you want to have a look at the, the article, um, which is called, I think it's called Double Breaks, a Double Shot at Ryegrass, um, yeah, uh, it, it, you'll have a better understanding of, of what the treatments do. Yeah, for sure. And uh, in the in the article, we we touched on how growing two break crops in sequence was more effective in reducing resistant ryegrass numbers to manageable levels than a single break crop or a continuous wheat over three year rotation, and it can still be profitable. So, if you could just um, explain how you came to those conclusions, because that was quite quite an interesting point in the research. So, in the article, there is a very good table which illustrates the change in annual ryegrass seed bank after three years. Of, of all of our treatments in one of the trials. So in the trial which the, the article you know talks about, we started off with a seed bank of 1,800 plants per metre square of annual ryegrass. So after those three years, following a, a fallow Roundup Ready Canola double break, we got that annual ryegrass seed back down to 56 plants per metre square, so, which, is, which is really good. You know, these are small plot trials, so it doesn't take much for one seed to pop over. But, you know, it's the, the principle of the matter is that it was a very, very effective treatment to reduce the um, seed bank. But on the other hand, we, you know, we were able to increase the seed bank in any treatment where we had a low input wheat treatment. So we only used Dioron and Treflan in wheat. You know, we were able to increase the uh, annual ryegrass seed bank up to 3,140 seeds per metre square. So, you know, if you didn't control your weed properly in one year, you had a blowout. Right. So what we found was that you need a double break to significantly reduce your annual ryegrass seed bank. So a, a treatment such as fallow, a grain loop and spray topped, or a pulse legume in year one, followed by a roundup ready canola in year two, those, kind of, those three treatments were the most effective at reducing the number of ryegrass panicles in, in each year. And the combination of two years of having... Basically, no ryegrass in each of those years resulted in the lowest annual ryegrass. Just highlights the fact that you need to strive for a zero ryegrass population in each and every year. It's just a numbers game. Yeah. A zero wheat policy is basically to reducing that ryegrass seed bank to a low population and then just keeping it there. And you know, uh, you'll have a, a, a lot easier time managing your weeds from then on. So that was a double break. So a double break, we're pushing a double break because, yeah, it was very good at, at managing ryegrass. It got to the lowest level. It also was quite profitable. So how much was uh, the treatment cost? Our most expensive treatment was our high wheat input treatment. Just to control ryegrass alone in each year, our high wheat input uh, treatment, the herbicides alone, were costing us about $140 a hectare. Mm compared to around $60 a hectare in any of the canola, pulse or brown manure treatments. So, you know, it costs you a lot of money to try and keep on top of those weeds. So where we had a single break, so a single break treatment such as a Roundup Ready canola followed by a high wheat and two high wheat treatments, so you had a canola wheat wheat uh, sequence, that was our most profitable, but it, it wasn't nearly as effective as control of the ryegrass compared to, say, a lupin grain spray topped followed by canola roundup ready sequence. Yeah. So which was, you know, really effective at controlling the ryegrass, but and it was slightly less you know, it wasn't quite as profitable as a canola wheat wheat, but, you know, certainly, you know, reduced the ryegrass numbers uh, significantly less. Yeah. So yeah, it was a numbers game. If people are able to ha have a look at the article and 
have a look at uh, the table. Uh, we, we have a just highlighted, you know, the, the ryegrass seed bank populations after three years from each of the, the treatments and what our uh, average annual three-year gross margin was mm. from them. So, yeah, it, it's, you know, it's a good read. Yeah, definitely. And did you have any final points that you wanted to make, Tony? We've, I think we've covered all the, the key findings, but was there any other final messages that you'd want to want people to take away from the research? If I was an agronomist or as a farmer and I had a, a problem paddock, hey, I'd go out and test, you know, the, the uh, annual ryegrass, send it away for, you know, for the guys over in, or for the farmers over in um, southeastern Australia. Um, you know, we can send it to Wagga to CSU to get them to test it for resistance. Yeah. You can send it over to South Australia to get it resistance. Keeping your ryegrass seed bank to zero is really, really important. Double breaks, rotating chemicals, increasing uh, crop competition. We sowed on 300 mil- millimetre row spacings. Now, really, we would be trying to reduce that. So we'd be sowing on, you know, 200, 220 or, you know, at least minimum 250 yeah. millimetre row spacings. So we're, we're trying to, we, we'd like to try and increase competition now. And that's been highlighted. And the only other couple of uh, points other than what I've raised in the original findings was that break crop choice and selection should be based on individual farm management and the ability to manage the various crop options in rotation. So growers need to remain flexible in in break crop and end-use decisions and make the choices according to what's suitable for them and their risk uh, management strategy. And, you know, putting a break crop in, it is more likely to mean things are sustainable for your farm, reduces the risk of root diseases, and in the end, your crop sequences, generally, you'll make more money for a long, you know, for your, your crop sequence, we would say. And it's far more effective at controlling herbicide-resistant grass weeds. Definitely, lots of benefits there. All right, well, thank you so much, Tony. I really appreciate you taking the time. Well, thank you very much for having me, Chris.